Fucking tasty minutes. I'm just this is the bonus content, if you didn't know. Yeah, this is the bonus content. <laughs> bonus. You know, I, I think it's interesting, you know, when we're talking about just looking at hip-hop today and just the different forms it's taken. Because I think a big thing that, you know, I've also seen shift in is kind of how, you know, really country is really taking more of a role in hip-hop. Now, we all know that country stems from the blues, from rock and roll. Like, these are all black art forms, man. So, like, I mean, of course, it makes sense. But it's also just interesting that you get to see how these things shape. The first person, the casual listener, is going to hear this and think of, oh, yeah, little Nas X. Well, think a little bit, kind of, like, <laughs> a little bit more differently when you think of, like, um, uh, Yellow Wolf, or you think of the Jelly Rolls, the Haystacks, the Struggle Jennings. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and even cats that are up and coming, you know, well, I won't say up and coming, but cats that are doing their shit on the independent scene, like overtime, like, you get to see this different kind of energy. And like, I'm not knocking on it at all. It's just, it's just dope. It's dope to see the evolution of hip hop and the different sounds it's generation uh, generating. Because we even see hip hop that's taken place into, you know, rock and roll or alternative. Because I'll tell you right now, if someone put a gun to my head and say, hey, you have to pick one band for the rest of your life, it's Rage Against the Machine. All fucking day. <laughs> All fucking day. If I had to listen to one thing for the rest of my life, it's Rage Against the Machine. Tom Morello. You know, to listen to Tom Morello <laughs> turning his guitar into a fucking DJ booth. And then you listen to Zach De La Rocha, man. I mean, like Zach just screaming his gutter metal scream, and then throughout the record he's spitting bars, man. So you got to see the, that impact on the alternative side. I mean, and we can talk about the breakthroughs like the Anthrax and the Public Enemies, you know, blending these styles. And then you talk about Lincoln Park, and I'm not talking Lincoln Park crossing over with Jay Z. Lincoln Park does hip hop shit. They do. They, they do. just did hip hop shit. Rest in peace, Chester, man. Like. Like, that's just what it was with Fort Minor and all that. So where we get just get to see the evolution is how hip-hop is so, it's just so addicting. Okay. It strikes a chord in your spirit that it just, it, 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 it impacts and infects. I don't want to say infects, it sounds weird, but, but it just blends into everything where now we, we first saw hip-hop turning, you know, records into rock that were turning... Um, you know, now turning country records into big things. I mean, Lil Nas X, Jesus Christ, man, the fucking numbers on that kid, man. Lil Nas you... X actually just won at the Grammys. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> so those are, those are just really dope things I love. But if we were to continue to talk about, you know, just really dope music in this era, you can hate on like the Migos or the little or like the little Yachty's and whatnot. But how are you going to not talk about other music happening in this shit? Like run the jewels, man. There's the no jewels, way you though. can not listen to Killer Mike and LP and say this shit is not dope. You if you say funny. it's not dope, you are a liar and, <laughs> and you, you're just in denial. And you can take that to the river of Egypt for all I give a fuck. But run the jewels is the shit. It's man. funny because like I remember um, at my old job, like, you know, a lot of people listen to a lot of different things. And I always and I remember Killer Mike when he was just Killer Mike. Right, like right, when right. When there was no Run the Jewels. Um, With Big Boy uh, yeah, doing exactly. that. Like, what was it like? The Purple Purple All Stars? Yeah. Or some shit? <laughs> I, I be on it. I, I, it was weird because like a lot of people hadn't heard that and they'd be like, you know, oh wait, Run the Who? Wait, Jewels? Wait, who's this? Is this a person? I'm like, oh, that's, that's two people. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and, and and I would show them it and they'd be like, wow, I've never heard hip hop like. Right, and I'm like, what do you mean you never heard hip hop like that before? And they're just like, yeah, it's just you know, I'm so used to you know whatever's out there. Now that people don't talk about, like I think a lot of people miss. And I mean, I don't want to say that Run the Jewels is underground because they're not, but they almost kind of are. 
they're 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 not a lot of people know. Like I mean, sure they have a big fan base here in Utah, but I've discovered not a lot of people know about Run Jewel. Well, I mean, it's almost kind of this weird. They're kind of like in this beautiful little spot where they got like a cult following among like really heavy hip hop listeners. Yeah. But yet, I mean, they're they're still opening up for Lord, you know, you know, on stadium tours type shit. Yeah. I mean, and let's also be honest, a big thing that keeps them like really in you know, that really intrigue people. It's just Killer Mike when he's talking. Big shout out to LP. His production is dope, but I mean, you, it's Killer Mike, it's trigger warning on Netflix. It's Killer Mike on The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Anytime you give Killer Mike a mic, not only is the dude unapologetically black, I mean, he really talks some very interesting shit when you see him on Real Time with Bill Maher. I mean, here you go. You got an African-American brother that's like, yeah, I'm voting for Bernie Sanders, but you, fuck you and, and your fucking gun, you know, your gun bills, man. Like, I ain't giving up my shit, man. Yeah. Like, it, it's just a very, he's a very, you know, very powerful character that intrigues people. So then, you know, people start listening to the music and it, just that energy is, is right there. So it's just, it's just dope, like, seeing where music is going to today where... Your man Hemis was talking about, shout out Hemis, is that there's just hip-hop for everyone, man. Yeah. If you're not so hardcore into this side of it, then there's, you know, these kind of things. Because that was always an interesting thing of growing up in Utah County is, you know, I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be remiss saying that I'm not having a major demographic in the sense that, you know, rap isn't really, you know, that big of the shit. Like, it's... <laughs> It's country jam down there, you know, like that's, yeah. but, but, but there you go. You know, you, you find these, you know, your yellow wolves or, you know, your struggle Jennings, you know, your jelly rolls and, you know, there, there's a market to be had there. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, I think, I honestly think it's weird because I think a lot of people just got on that like Post Malone train to where they think, oh, it's got to sound kind of like that way to be like that kind of a, what that kind of a song. And, right. and honestly, like, I mean, I, I like Post Malone, but I mean, like, I'm not, like, it's not one of those things, like, I don't think Post Malone is, like, a rapper. I think I never do. Like, I don't know why. Like, I people think he's like, more of an R&B artist. Yeah, I, I mean, he's kind he, of. You know, it, it's just one of those things, and it's like... Well, yeah, it's, it's fine. Like, I mean, he's he can be a dope pop artist. He makes some fucking awesome records, man. Yeah, like, like, they're fun to listen to. But, yeah. it, I mean... But can't. then people, but then people think that, like... Um, like, like black, like six black, like he, like to me, he, he is still kind of more on the rapper side than what Post Malone is. And it's funny when I, <clears throat> when I first found out about black, I was like, oh man, I want to go, I actually want to go get his album and, and kind of, you know, find yeah, out more yeah, about yeah, him and listen yeah. to him. And it's funny. I went to fucking FYE, used to be media play. And I went to FYE and I fucking looked in that rap section forever. I was like, well, where the fuck <laughs> is this album? I just want to... I guess I don't have it. I guess I don't have it. I'm going to fucking get it digitally because I'm a guy that likes CDs, okay? I like physical, physical copies. But I was like... I was so upset. I was like, man, why can't I find this CD? And I'm not the type of guy to ask for help. I hate that shit. Right, right. Yeah, I, mean, I don't feel like it's an like, old man. man. Like, hey, can you help me find this? <laughs> but I broke okay, down. boomers back then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I broke down. And I was like, man, I, I, I won't see if they have it. <clears throat> and so I asked somebody. I was like, yo... Um, can you can you find Black for me? I'm, I'm looking at his rap section. I don't see him anywhere. They're like, oh, yeah, he's in R&B. I was like, man, who is? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> who the he's hell in the R&B. He's in the R&B section. But yeah, Post Malone is here in the rap section. Like Six is more of a rapper than Post Malone is. And it, and it's weird that just people. And you know, it's funny. I even saw Billie Eilish 
in the fucking rap section. Really? Yeah. I think that may have been a mistake. But it was just, it, it's weird on how on how it's fusing so much. Right, It's almost right, becoming right. like one genre now. Like pop and rap. Like it seems to be getting its own its own bubble. Which is weird. No, man. Just it's straight, crazy. Up, straight, straight up and down, man. 100%. It's nuts. Well, that was the bonus content. We just wanted to go on a little bit more. Uh, before we go, an aspect we didn't really get to touch on. Um, I want to kind of pick your brain. And it's funny because, like, I know I was there and I was in that aspect with you. But I want to kind of get in your mind about, like, what touring was like. Because me and you went on tour. It was, it was me, you, Clausen, and Nizzle, right? Yeah, 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 man. Um, and, like, I mean, for me, it was, I think it was my... I want to say my second tour. I want to say that because the first tour was just like all over the place. Like there was two vans and like we had a, a shit ton of people with us. Like we had like, um, we had like Russell Rock and like Dr. Nick and like Eddie Lyon and Black Sox and shout out to all them. But it was, it was such a, it was such a big crazy mess, you know, of like two vans and you got to figure out like, is everybody here? You know? Where the one I went on with you, it was it was much more, much more homey. It was much more chill because it was just the four of us, right. and it felt like a, like a homey road trip to me. Um, so I mean, how was that? How was that for you when you went on tour? So when we did the Citizens <clears throat> Divided tour, man, like that's what it was. It was fun, and uh, we we just gotta enjoy time in Las Vegas. Uh, we gotta just hit up the bay. Now wait, hold on, wait, Kim. Now wait, <laughs> now. It's funny, I do have a video of me and you and Nizzle, and we were drunk as fuck in <laughs> Vegas, okay? No, we were super gone, and I... Now, you don't drink, right? Like, you don't... Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't really fuck with that these days, man. I just, I, I, I ain't really doing that But when we were, tour, oh, but we were on tour... We were on tour, he been drinking all the time I was drinking, man. I was all like, shit, you better pass that shit, man. I mean, especially when you got drunk ass blue at the park. Hey, man, I got the shot on you. Like, I ain't gonna turn that shit down. Like, what's up, man? Like, all right, let's do it. Oh man, I I remember I remember that we were just walking around the casino and we were just drunk as fuck, walking around the motherfucker, and it was a good time. No, oh, it was definitely a good time. I remember being so drunk, I walked up to a craps tables, put ten bucks down, and then thirty seconds later, I walked back and said, "That was fun." <laughs> That was some good shit, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like, all right, cool. <laughs> um, but really, it was it was such a, it was such a fun experience for me because, like, I remember we went down. Okay, so we went to Vegas. Then we went to Cali, uh, and the the ride with Cali was <laughs> was wild to say the least. Man, all, all, the whole fucking way, this is just all he's doing is just smoking smoking blunts in the back. Like, I mean. I mean, like, it was just funny as fuck, because we just ride through, and, you Mamba? know... I'm Mamba. <laughs> that was, like, the joke, like, the whole time. Oh, yo, man, if, if any of y'all listen ever thought, like, you could kill, like, a joke after repetitiveness, you're wrong, man. Because, no, nah, man, we, we, we member um, uh, all the way, and... Hey, I'm just laughing the whole fucking time. You know, you're passing, you know, the port of entry into California. You don't have any of this, right? And you just, there's just so much chronic smoke coming out this shit, man. Yeah. Like, nah, man, we're coming here with good intentions. And it's funny. I remember for me, like, it took, for me in my head, like, it may have been shorter than what it was, but 
in my head, it took us so long to get to California. It, in my head, it felt like we were in that van for like five days. Well, technically, <laughs> the ride to California was short because we got from Nevada to L.A. The problem was the long ride, the five-hour trip was from L.A. to fucking the Bay, man. Like, that is a long-ass yeah, road we trip. Stuck, I think we were stuck in traffic like, right when we got like on that like, cusp of where like you're on the interstate and like everyone's coming into Cali. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, and we would try to be all stupid with it. Like, you know, we'll just take this extra road right over here, and then that road would have construction on it and all that. But, but no, the ride from L.A., uh, to uh, San Francisco, like that is a long ass ride. That's why you'll see LA cats, you know that um, you know that are Oakland Raiders fans. Like they're they're stoked that it's going to Las Vegas because yeah. that's like a two hour drive, man. Other than that, <laughs> man, they got to drive five fucking hours just to go up up to the bay, man. Yeah. So, so the ride up to the bay, I mean, that was a bitch. But man, I will never forget though. I mean, we, I mean, there was a lot of dope shit. But when we pulled into Oakland. I'm just seeing my man Clausen like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was tripping. No, I mean, like, I, mean, I was I mean, like, we, I, we roll up to a motel and like, you, you can't even, no, like, guys. like the, you can't even touch the clerk. He's behind bulletproof glass. Like, guys, I can't like, even. Okay, okay guys, yep, yep. I can't describe the, the feeling of this hotel to you. It was weird because like. I thought I had seen like what homeless look like what, Ooh, in Utah, bro. Yeah, bro. Nah, nah, dog. Oakland gave me a whole new view of what homelessness is well, like. It's just so expanded. You gotta Dude, remember, there were seventy like, people under a bridge. I mean, because that's like, seventy. They were all just like in there, right there. It was the trippiest thing I've ever seen. Well, in my it's, life. it's a matter about perspective, man. I mean, you go down to Rio Grande a few years ago. Yeah, you saw maybe a few hundred people on the block, all yeah. concentrated on, the, on this two-block radius. But that's a couple hundred people. It looks like a lot. But then you go into San Francisco, and there's thousands. We're talking thousands with the plural because there's there's three, four thousand people that are unsheltered, and it's just so expanded because it can't just be in two blocks. It's it's going all over the place. And I will always remember y'all. I got my man Blue in the back. We're driving through Oakland. He's like. And the roads are so shit and bumpy. Shout out to Oakland, man. I love y'all. Like, I hope y'all are doing better out there, man. I mean, like, I know, like, you got some shady shit that went down. Uh, you had, like, uh, four black mothers that uh, squatted in a house because they were trying to evict them. Yeah. And, you know, shit like that is for real. That's a real struggle. But we're driving on these roads and just bumping all over. And, I, and my man Blue's in the back like, yo, man. I'm telling you, this shit better not break down right here. I'm I know, dog. I'm not trying to fucking. He's like, I, you know, these. I'm, trying to deal I'm, with I'm not letting no one fucking with me today, man. It was funny because, like, I remember even when we did the show. I think it was what store club, the store club. <laughs> yeah, the store club in Oakland, man. So I remember. Okay, so okay, it's funny. No okay, so we got. So we're like, so we're at the hotel. We're like, yo, we got to get ready for this show, and we we leave the hotel. We're like, okay, we got to be there. And so we drive up to this spot and we get right in front of the place. And there's this fucking, there's this goddamn cone, like this orange cone. We're like, well, shit, we can't park here. And there's this little supermarket right there on the side. We're like, hey, let's just pull in here real quick. We can get all of our shit out. No shit. Like within like three minutes, there was already somebody coming up and like, hey, you're not going to shop here. Fucking, fucking, you can't fucking, fucking park dim sum, here. Man, like, and we're like tripping out like, where the fuck are we supposed to park? Hey, someone go in there and fucking tell them that we're here. We're just trying to find a place to park. All of a sudden, here comes Clausen right now. Hey, the cone's for us, bro. Like They're saving <laughs> us a spot. We're like, oh, well, fuck. Thank God. And then we we get in. We get set up. And here comes Clausen. He's like, hey, Blue. <clears throat> 
their burrito from across the street. I'm like, <laughs> I check my watch. I'm like, bro, it's freaking like nine o'clock in Oakland, California. You want to <laughs> go like down a... the street and get a burrito? It's like, yeah. Have you ever seen the Mahood movie? You know what happens <laughs> to the fools that go to do and late night food stops, man? I, you know. I, it's fine. There's a lot of people there. I'm not sure. So, <laughs> there's a lot of people. There's a lot but of ways. There was a lot. No, no. I, I looked. There was, you know, an old couple that was walking. I was like, okay, cool. They out in the battle. I got safe. witnesses. No one's going to try yeah. to do no dumb shit. So we, so we get there. So we get to this place and we're like waiting for the food or some shit. And I remember we're outside and I'll never forget this. So there was this fucking like, there was this black dude who was like fucking walking. And he was like kind of marching, like stomping. He's like, this motherfucker, this motherfucker, this motherfucker, this motherfucker, me and Klausner were like, this fucking guy, what the fuck is this guy, what's this guy, what's this guy on right now? And he just starts walking towards us, and I, in my head, I'm like, is he like fucking like talking to me? Right, right, is he talking to me right now? Does he know I'm from Utah? Like, and I remember like, he just like, Walks right past me and Gloucester's like, that motherfucking motherfucker. And he just fucking kept walking. And I was just like, that motherfucker, man. Well, Gloucester, bro, <laughs> let's fucking hurry up and get that fucking burrito, bro. Let's get back to the fucking. But it was dope. It was it was definitely a good atmosphere. Um, but do you ever feel that? <laughs> I definitely felt this. I felt that, like, Oakland is, was like, you know what I mean? The broken down homes and, and the kind of ghetto areas. But then when you cross that fucking toll booth and you go to fucking San yeah, Fran, it's a fucking different fucking well, man, story. And, and anyone who's, who lives there, anyone who's out there, man, will tell you within five seconds the incredible wealth disparity you have between San Francisco and between Oakland. You cross that Bay Bridge. Like, let's just keep it 100. When you have to pay just to get into your city, like, fuck you, man. Like, fuck you. And that shit ain't no quarter. I think I had to spend like five motherfucking dollars. I can't remember right now, yeah, man. It was like five bucks. It's almost like five bucks. Do I get a free Big Mac when I get at the end of this bitch, man? Like, what you talking about, San Francisco? Fuck, you mean five bucks, man? Like, like five dollars? You mean is it like a is this like a one drink minimum? Like to get into this motherfucker? Like, like you know, anyone can tell you that. Yeah. I mean, we get into the store club and the fucking owner comes out and he's like, "Hey, they, I'm glad that you guys are here." Okay, so any he value, was really nice. Any was valuables really you nice. have in your car, you need to take them out right now and bring them inside. And he's like, "Yeah, he told us like, yo, bro, don't keep any like no tablets, no computers, no phones, no CDs, no no your merch. Don't the, the, keep that shit in the car, inside, bro." <laughs> and then you go over the bay, and this, this is the thing, man. Is like, shout out to my man, what's real, and shout out to uh, unlearn the world because I met unlearn the world. Yeah, you know, I met dope, these yeah. guys. You know, just, you know, uh, on my very first tour back in like 2016, man. And and I fell in love with the Bay. I really did. Honestly, man, if it wasn't for children and the disgusting housing prices they have out there, I might have even considered, man, because I, I really do. I love well, San Francisco. Uh, the Boom Boom Room, the ROTC, like what is just so dope the boom, is, boom room. is you just get to see that hip hop is still so purely essential to the community. It's still... A place where people gather, where on every Sunday, it's just bigger than what you would see on some Friday shows. Was that know? was that the show? Because I remember when <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy, man. No, bro. I just I, okay. So I remember. Um, was it the Boomeroos in San Fran, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I remember. <laughs> I remember that you went in. Like we, I think we like parked in back, and like you went in. And, like, we were coming in with our stuff, right? We had all of our, like, CDs and shirts and shit like that. And we fucking... We get stopped at the door first off. And the guy's like, well, hey, what's in the bag? 
almost like, hey man, it's just fucking shirts and CDs and shit. <laughs> and uh, he's like, no, 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 cool. And so we, I remember me and Clausen, we go in. I'm getting all my shit set up. And I like have my CDs there. Clausen has his fucking shit there. And I remember Ameripoe came up and was like, Hey, yo, guys, like, um, they're, like, letting one of us, one of us go. Like, one of us go up and do, like, a thing. Me and Klaus were just like, I'm fucking fuck keeping my shit here, though. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my shit right here. Um, and, no, but that was an epic night. Everybody there were is, so many people there just having fun. Just I mean, people are smoking. And there was that. And there was a cipher. There was a cipher where anyone could go up there and spit what they wanted to spit, which was dope. And just everyone was into it. There was no like backs up against the wall, mean mugging, kind of like like everyone was just a part no, it was of chill. it. Man. And it, was it, dope. it was dope. And I and I love the bay, and I plan on going back out to the bay as soon as possible. I'm actually going to San Francisco next month, not on any music, but just uh, just on, on business. Uh, I'll be going to their uh, conference on single adults and uh, homelessness. So. You know, it's a, it's a beautiful place, and I love it, but there's no way we cannot wrap this shit up without me telling my favorite tour story with Blue. Is <laughs> So we're done after this whole fun-ass weekend. It's been just good times, but, you know, after you do your last show, you're just so ready to get home. You're ready to shit in your own toilet. You're ready to just kind of... Oh, just, 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 you're, you're, you're Especially after like being in like, well, like a, I mean, no family, I mean, tiny little van. Oh, that shit was small. Yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big boy, man. I don't got, I mean, I got a lot of room that I got to fill. Like, it was one of those things where it's like, no, I don't want shotgun. I ain't trying to sit up in that, man. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to be Feet in, scrunched all in solitary confinement. What the fuck mm-hmm. are you talking about, man? Like, Nils will get your fucking skinny ass all the way in the back. This I mean, little, he this was tiny, bit. though. He could fit into like a little tiny square. And he'd be fine. Right, he got enough room. So like, that's the thing. Like, I love touring. Uh, definitely need to go touring again. Um, but just, I, I just remember when we're coming back. So we're coming through the North Woods, and Northern Cali is so fucking beautiful. The Redwoods is just amazing. We're just driving through that, and then, but you know, I'm starting. We're all a little tired. We're all a little jet, kind of jet lagged, and so. I start sipping on the pedal a little bit. It's like okay, so we pass Reno, and it's like you know what, I am so. Done with other states. So you know what? Let, let's just get out of fucking Nevada. If we if we can at least just cross in the Utah. I know it's coming too. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be cool. <laughs> so we're going down fucking uh, like I eighty and shit, man. Like it, there's no one, y'all. Let me tell y'all, there is no one. So I am fucking going at least ninety. It's like I think whatever. that's our key. That's the cue though. And then we know now, when no I, one's that, there. Someone's really there. And so I'm going ninety, and they ain't nothing. And all of a sudden. Klaus is like, hey, I think you're getting pulled over. I was like, what? And remember, I'm hauling ass. So, like, this cop <laughs> car is all the way back there. And I'm like, oh, no, nah, he'd probably just be stopping someone else. And then he gets past <laughs> another car. And, and then Klaus is like, no, no man, I, really no, think, I think he, you're really getting pulled he's over. He's behind us now. And he just gets closer. And I'm like, fuck. All right, man. So I pull over. And then as I pull over, what do I hear? Yo, man, I got the strap, bro. <laughs> I was like, no. I totally forgot my man was packing, dude. I was like, Sh-. and then what do I follow up with? It's all right, man. I just don't got insurance or nothing. <laughs> I mean, and then you got Nizzle in the back with fucking blunts in his pocket, bro, man. I got like, a bunch of weed on me. Like, let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, the criminal justice system in America is disgusting. But right here was a righteous bust. This is no, bad. no Johnny Cochran is needed. Like, like no. If any officer had probable cause, 
This was it. And, and if y'all saw Nizzle, like, this is like, you know what I mean, Mr. Norwegian with dreads. Like. Straight up. <laughs> and you got a black dude in the back and, like, two white dudes up front. Like, you got Tattooed, you, covered. You got the damn smelling like weed. You got the dude with the dreads. You got a big-ass brother. We're blasting fucking Brother Lynch and all sorts of angry, I'm going to kill you and gut your wife shit. You got Klaus in there with his hat back, and then you got my motherfucking ass in the driver's seat. So I'm the one that's actually legally operating a vehicle. This cop just rolls up. Hey, man, you know you know how fast you were going? I was going like 85. You were going 93. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. And I handed my license. And, yo, if my man hears this, just know it's all love. But my man Klaus was a little bit panicking in that pass in that pass. I was seat, <laughs> I was tripping, bro. I was like, Fuck, but but bro. anyway, like so everyone's like, I'm telling you, like this is a road trip, y'all. Like we're driving, so we bullshit and we chop we chopping it up, and it's real quiet in that van now. We ain't got no insurance. I was looking out of the window, like just thinking about like my mom's and like, like my dog. <laughs> thinking about my, my dog if I go to jail. Like, right like yo, now. man, you know. Fuck. Hey, yo, man, wear, wear free blue shirts, man. Like, yeah. And he comes back and just is like, all right, man, you know, I'm just going to give you this ticket. I'm just going to ride it a couple of miles under. Now, you can come to this court door and just pay over the phone. I'm going to pay over the phone, we'll man. Pay over just, the phone. Just, no, just give me the ticket. Best no, I'm, just... I, I'm paying it. Thank you for the, the ticket, sir. Thank you for the ticket. And we drive the fuck off. And what's the first thing that happens next is nizzle last motherfucking <laughs> yeah, smoke to, we'll smoke to celebrate. <laughs> but but I'm just saying I will never forget those words in my life. Oh my god, yo, bro, I got the strap, dog. <laughs> and, and I mean, you, if you ever wanted, it, bro, I'm going to Oakland. Like, I mean, what do you expect, bro? I'm just saying, <laughs> if, if, I ain't going to Oakland. What do you want me to bring? If science <laughs> and you know, if science and physical like. Um, like, you know, physical kind of like studiers ever wanted to know what would cause four assholes to like just clench within 30 seconds. That is your, that, that, that is your, uh, your, your test case right there. And, and you know what? It was just the funniest shit ever. It was just, and, and, and it, it was just one of the, like the coolest times I had, especially just got to be in San Francisco with my brothers and, 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 and we just have fun. So touring can definitely be taxing. It's exhausting. It ain't just groupie la la bullshit, especially when you're an independent artist and you're trying to and you're trying to build. Like, have any groupies there? That's that's the funny thing about it. Well, I'm just saying. I like, didn't. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, like, uh, well, shit, man. I always have groupies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. All ladies see see is these big Norwegian lips, these blue eyes, and hear me saying power to the people. Like it's a rap, bro. But hey, I'm off the market now. I'm off the market now. Like no, nah, I'm, I'm a happily committed man. Oh my god. You know, my my revolution is committed to a singular woman these days. But there you go. But like no, what what I'm saying is I, I think a lot of folks they they want to have the excess and the success without having the work. When it's like no, nah, man, you got to drive your own place. Like, you got to. I remember you know uh, my very first tour. I'm printing up the, or uh, excuse me, I'm getting the, the flyer set up and I'm sending uh, these orders to FedExes across the country and having whoever is going to be my promoter at these venues pick them up. So I'm shipping out money and I'm trying to coordinate promotion in states that never even heard of me. It's hard. It's you know, hard, so, so yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's very, you know, taxing. But it, then again, it's just fun. You get to just rock stages in front of people that, you know. And I think that, you, that, get that, that, meet, you get to meet very interesting people. people very that interesting. People normally meet. Like, dude, the fucking store club, that guy who was running sound for us. Right, man. Like, I remember after, I guess Nizzle was talking, Nizzle was talking to him, he used to fucking, like, record, like, old, like, fucking 1940s fucking war shit. 
Yeah, of course bro. you got Nizzle going back there. Yeah, dude, Nizzle was hella talking to him just, about just audio like, recording. Hey, man, so what were the Marx Brothers and like, And then man? I remember after we were done, like, he, I remember he, uh, me and you were chilling, and I think he's like, he's like, hey, who's running the show? And me and you kind of look at each other like, uh, well, we're, I mean, we're all kind of like doing our thing. He's like, where you guys, you got, where do you guys want the, where you guys want the copy of this? We're like, what do you mean the copy of what? The copy of the show. We mean the copy of the show. Like, <laughs> I recorded the whole show. Wait, what? Like our performances? Yeah, here. Who does shit like that? <laughs> Who records a copy of a show? Nah, man. Like, he was really into his audio. <laughs> and and just the thing too is it goes back to really in the end of how really hip hop is this unifying thing because. You do a show in Salt Lake, and then you go to a show in Phoenix, and you got the crowd. You got the people. It's it's just a different style. It's just a different right. scene. It's a different town, but it's all the same thing. People coming out and just rocking with their artists, man. Yeah. And it's just and it's just dope. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, that was the fucking that was the bonus content. Uh, if you guys fucking were here for it, then great. But if not, then uh, we'll fuck. We'll catch you on the next one.